0: Welcome to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show, where we talk all things fantasy football. From player news, rankings, projections, and even trade advice. Everything to help you win your fantasy football league. And now, your hosts, Bob Miller and Tommy Harvey. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show. Uh, brought to you by DynastyProsFootball.com. Be sure to go check out the website for all the latest rankings and trade values there for you. And also, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to our channel here. It helps us out and, um, you know, we'd appreciate that. Um, I'm Bob Miller. That over there is Tommy Harvey. Uh, Tommy, I don't know about you, man, but I love that little intro, dude. That gets no, me. It's awesome. It's awesome. Me, dude gets me jazzed up every Hell time. Oh, yeah. Right? Just ready to go, like, tackle someone
1: all the Yep. Same. want to run through a brick wall
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely so it's been a little while since we've been on here but we're going to make it a, a regular thing each week and uh you know we're going to be kicking off the idp show as well uh teamed up with the idp guys so uh all of you that play idp and follow us for that which we have a lot of idp followers be sure to stay tuned and uh we'll get you some more information on on an idp exclusively uh exclusive show that we will be airing i think on the idp guys network so uh you know keep uh Keep an eye out for that. So, uh, Tommy, uh, has there been anything going on in the NFL in the last few
1: days that you know of? Are- I don't know. Just, you know, a few cuts here and there have been made. <laughs>
0: yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, just a few. And uh, people freaking out over certain players and everything like that. But, uh, you know, without you know, let's kind of go over some of the latest news. I mean, you know, we saw the 49ers wave Trey Sermon today. Yeah don't know how much of a surprise that was but it looks like they're wanting to pick up some veterans and they just you know had a tough decision to make and uh i don't know if he gets claimed uh by someone or if he uh they kind of put him back on the practice squad but um you know i guess that's yet to be
1: uh yet to be determined there so I probably should have traded him last season when, when I had the opportunity.
0: Oh my gosh. Remember this time last year, people were going nuts over him, man. I mean, God. I got offered a,
1: uh, I got offered a, a second round rookie pick for him. And I turned it down. I was kind of stupid of me. He
0: was what as what, what Isaiah Pacheco is right now. Kind you know,
1: of. Except a better pedigree.
0: Yeah. That's what he was last year. So uh, <laughs> I saw some trades go down. I think I ended up moving him in a, in a deal that got netted me a pretty nice return. So, uh, you know me, man. I'm a businessman. I love to sell. I love to sell high. Let's put it that way. So, uh, anyway, so what else has been going on, Tommy? What else has uh, happened today or yesterday with cuts or, or you know, people being claimed? What have you seen out there? That's well, kind
1: of- I was kind of surprised with uh, Sony Michelle being cut yesterday by the uh, by the Dolphins. He was picked up by the by the Chargers today. And I think you know that could have some fantasy implications there. You think? Yeah, I mean that. I don't know what that really means for somebody like Isaiah Spiller.
0: Yeah, didn't they cut – who they cut today? Uh, Larry Roundtree. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just kind of veteran, you know. Just It doesn't hurt to have a guy that can kind of, you know, be that short yardage back, you know, can kind of grind a little bit. And that's what he is. I mean, he has very little explosion. I don't think it's going to uh, impact, uh, you know, Austin Eckler the least little bit. But, yes, I think –
1: it doesn't, think, yeah, touch the, but, it, it doesn't it not touch eckler but my my worry is, is 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 spiller yeah yeah
0: i wasn't i wasn't too high on spiller before i mean i know he's got a lot of potential and um um he would have gotten a few touches but um i don't know i just i don't really own any isaiah spiller i don't even think i i, I own a lot of eckler and i don't even think i picked up any spiller anywhere just because i liked a lot of picks um a lot of players better when i when my you know when it came up for my time to pick either in the late first or in the second round i think in one of our drafts he went like the third of a rookie of a rookie draft so um yeah i don't think that league was too high on him either so but yeah all those people like tim tim lays with our website who is just a huge huge isaiah spiller guy i'm sure that that uh that probably hurt him a little bit so if he's watching i'm sure he'll be pretty upset about that yeah those charger fans yeah Anyways, what else? What else has been going on? Somebody uh somebody else got cut yesterday. Oh, uh, Marlon
1: oh Marlon Mack. Marlon yeah. Mack got that.
0: Marlon Mack. Yeah, I thought I saw something about maybe a guy named Damian Pierce a few times on Twitter, you know. Yeah, yesterday.
1: He, he uh he, he made the rounds on on Twitter yesterday quite a bit.
0: Uh a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um y- you and I uh kind of see a little eye to eye on on him on Damian Pierce I'm gonna let you go first on this because I'm not I don't just because Marlon Matt gets cut everybody thinks like Damian Pierce is all of a sudden an RB1 like right. he's a you know top 12 back or something I mean people are freaking out like that yesterday no that all the smart people are not but um you are not high you no. you're not a fan of, of Pierce's at all. No. You know, I'm, I'm
1: not. Um, I watched, I watch a lot of college football and he was very, very mediocre it in college while, while he was at Florida. Um, I, I didn't see anything special out of him. Didn't care for uh, it, it. He didn't really have any, any lateral movement. Doesn't really have a whole lot of speed. He's more just kind of a straight line bruiser type back. Um, I mean, if you're looking for a guy that's going to pound, you know, give you three yards in a cloud of dust then sure. But I mean, <laughs> he doesn't really have a whole lot of, a whole lot of wiggle to him. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan. I, I don't see him being a long-term running back in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree there. I think he's just a little bit of a grinder and, I think he can stick around there for a few years, but I, I believe that they'll go and grab someone that's a lot more explosive, you know, over the next year or so. Now, listen, anyone that, that drafted Damian Pierce, this is exactly what you wanted. We yeah. were hoping for this. So you got him at a great, great deal, and now you've probably got it. I don't know if you want to call him a starter just yet. I, I still think Rex Burkhead is going to be a pain in the butt for, for some folks, but um, this is exactly what you wanted as, as a Damian Pierce owner. Yep. I just, I'm not buying him now. You know, there's a lot of people. I think uh, who was it, Steve Utz? You know, Fantasy Ladder. Threw, I mean, immediately threw him on the waiver or like on the trade block in our in one of our dynasty leagues. And um, I don't think he's had any any bites on that just yet. He's still waiting. Now oh, we yeah. wait.
1: Now we I, wait. <laughs> I trade him as as high as I possibly can because this is about as high as his value is going to be. You think so? You think this is? A, yeah. You think if, if you're a if
0: you're a Damian Pierce owner, would you recommend Ellison if you've drafted him, you've probably you probably got him in the second and and some of our leagues he went in the third, you know, easily. You know the earlier you know the the earlier the the draft was. So are you keeping him? You know, if you got him in the you know second or third, would you keep him just for some depth, or would you shop him and see what you know and try to cash
1: out now? Me personally, I'm I'm shopping them. I mean, I I kind of did that w- with Pacheco as well. You know, his value kind of skyrocketed a couple weeks ago when I I dealt him for a uh, I I dealt him for a um, second round, 2023 pick next year. So I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would do that.
0: I I think if I there's there's a few leagues where I own. Damian pierce and i got him late like i said i got him like in the third round i'm gonna keep a hold of him but i did put him on the block unless someone kind of beats down my door and, and comes comes to get him or something I, I think i'm gonna hold on to him for now just to have that depth you know it, it's it's a nice um it's a nice little gift to have you know you can never have too many running backs and um I don't think it's a problem at all having him on your on your roster, but yeah, I would absolutely shop him if you can get uh, if you can get a good little return for him. I mean, what would you take for him right now? Uh, as far as um, I mean, we could go on all day about players like running backs or other wide receivers or anything, but if somebody was offering you like a rookie pick, what would you uh, what would you want?
1: I would love to try to pull a, a twenty twenty three second for him. I think you I think you are kind of asking a little much to get a first for him, but um. I'd love to pull a second. Uh, maybe even try to get a couple bundle picks for him.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like I think a second is not enough. Um, because I mean right now, and I, I would probably give a, a rookie second round pick any day for a starting NFL running back. You know,
1: I just don't think he's any good. So yeah,
0: um, I know I know you don't. And he's young in dynasty leagues, don't get me wrong, sure. you know, so people are always looking forward and in thinking that but i would probably want more you know i would want you know a, a minimum a second and a third i mean if i could get a first i mean i would possibly take if it were me i would take damien pierce and a second and try and shop him for a 23 first sure that's that's yeah. what i would do
1: That's and bundle them up and try to get something you know that's probably a pretty good strategy there too yeah, yeah.
0: I'd like to move up. I, I want to gather as many first-round picks um, in this 23 draft. Oh, I get my hands definitely. on
1: Definitely. First and second-round picks are going to be pretty valuable next year.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm going to try and get as much of that as I can. Um, so what else is going on, man? So, you know, I did, I did, however, see that Marlon Mack looks like he's going to probably re-sign. Uh, they're going to put him on the practice squad there. Um, so... Looks like maybe just kind of an injury, um, an injury away from, from calling him back up unless someone kind of poaches their, um, you know, poaches them and grabs them, you know, if there's an injury somewhere else. So, you know, keep an eye on that. You know, I know a lot of people cut Marlon Mack yesterday, um, you know, off of their their dynasty teams. You know, I'd keep an eye on them because, um, you know, a team that, that does sustain an injury at running back, I wouldn't be surprised if they go and grab him off the, off of, you know, the practice
1: squad and, you know, plug him in. So that's Sure. A- I mean, you know, if, if you look back a couple of years ago, he had a lot of promise to him, you know, ha- had a thousand yard season. Um, then he had that, that really bad, bad torn Achilles injury. And he's just kind of been, you know, passed along ever since, I guess. Came yeah. back, with, came back with Indy and then got, got cut. And then, <clears throat> and then uh, this year with, with Houston, sounds of Houston gets, gets cut. I just don't know how, I don't know if he has anything. Absolutely. Different. I mean, people just picked him
0: up because I mean they were assuming he was going to be the starting running back there yeah. in Houston this year. And just for volume alone, he would have, you know, some, some use, you know, he would have some value there just as we're looking at Damian Pierce, that's how we would have looked at Marlon. Mack right. Right. Until, you know, knock on wood, unless he got hurt. So, Except Mac was a much better running back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you think Marlon Mack's better. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he it. he was, I mean, he yeah. may not be anymore, but he, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have spent a lot more time and probably the most time we'll ever spend on any show in the history of the world on Marlon Mack. So let's, uh let's move on to that Washington backfield. I know there's yeah. been a lot of, tweets and a lot of reports and and just a lot of twitter activity and just so much stuff going on with that backfield with antonio gibson look like he was the new water boy he's returning kickoffs and punts and and all of this stuff and everyone was just you know i mean just throwing him out in the trash all of a sudden and then all of a sudden brian robinson gets gets you know robbed and shot yeah. and um you know that's you know that's very very unfortunate, um, and you know, and and it's great that he's in the building and he looks to be in just high high spirits and everything. So that's that's wonderful. Um, but we do have to look at this as a fantasy. Yeah, um, we got to look at the fantasy perspective of this. Does this put Antonio Gibson right back in the driver's seat when it comes to that backfield?
1: I think that. Antonio Gibson should be used a lot, like what Debo Samuel is used as. Um, that that was how he was he was used when he was at Memphis. Um, that was how he was really effective. I mean, he, he didn't have a t- just a ton of carries when he was in college, so he's he's new to be he's new to playing running back exclusively. Yeah. Um. So I mean, th- that's going to come with his own struggle. So use him, th- use him the way that's going to be most effective, and I. I think if they used him properly, like in a Debo Samuel type way, he'd be extremely valuable.
0: I completely agree. He's not being utilized the way he should be, and I think everyone just started, you know, with with Ron Rivera being there, and then he, him, what was it a couple of years ago? He made this like Christian McCaffrey right. comment, and now everybody was freaking out, thinking, "Oh my God, you know, he's going to be the next, you know,
1: CMC." And um, he's not. He he's yeah. not. He's not a running back. I mean, he's, he's a hybrid type player and that's what they need to use him as.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that Debo Samuel like role, which has started to become a little bit more popular around the NFL, you know, with Cordero Patterson and Debo and, and um, we've seen a couple of other players starting to Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting to see some guys get their hands on the ball. So why not you know use this guy and, and take advantage of his strengths he's not a between the tackles guy yeah. he never will be he's not good. no absolutely he's not good. so if he can get uh, if he can get the ball out in space then I think he can be very very effective so listen we're just two you know dumb-dumb sitting here talking fantasy football and these people are getting paid millions so I would imagine that they already know this um, you know the guys that are running that team so let's hope that, um, you know, that they use him the way they will. I'm not trading him right now because you're giving him away.
1: Yeah, you're not getting anything for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I own him in a couple of spots, and listen, I shopped him. I have been worried about him for a while. You know, I did a show a couple of weeks ago with Andrew Hall um, over at Fantasy Pros, and, um, you know, we, we talked about it for a while, and they were keeping him. They were holding him, and I was scared to death, and that was two weeks ago. I, I was trying to get rid of him then. I mean, I was tr- shopping him for J.K. Dobbins. I was sh- shopping him for a few other type of running backs in that in that ADP, but uh, no dice. Right. So I'm just going to hold on to him because you're you are literally giving him away right now. And and if he's your RB one in a in a league, then you know I would be terrified. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He kind of he he scares me. Um, so what else is going on in the, uh, in the NFL? What's going on up in Seattle, man? What, what's going on with that backfield?
1: Well, you know, um, Kenneth Murray just had hernia surgery. Um, and he's trying to work his way back from that. Um, he was, he was listed as one of the four running backs on the initial 53. Um, so that's good news for him. Um, I think this year that, that job is Rashad Penny's. I, I think they're, they're they're just going to ride that until the wheels fall off. I mean, he's, he's on, he's only on a one year deal. It allows Murray to, it allows Kenneth Murray to get, um, to get healthy and kind of, kind of learn the, the NFL um, from, you know, from the business perspective, from the, how to, how to stay healthy. And plus it'll, you know, and I, I just think Rashad Penny is going to be the guy there this year specifically. Um, I I think they're, they're just going to ride that train until, until it goes off the rails. Do you think he's going to stay healthy? I mean, what do you,
0: we don't know what's going on with, with Kenneth Walker, right? Like you said, no one's saying a thing and it's a lot of speculation. What do you think when it comes to, I mean, is there anyone in that backfield
1: you'd pick up right now, just in case? Um, outside of Rashad Penny, uh, you pick up DJ Dallas uh, if you're in a really deep league. Pick him up, uh, kind of pair him with with Rashad Penny. I, I wouldn't pick him up as a as a standalone back. Um, if you have Penny though, I would I would handcuff him.
0: Yeah, because I mean, listen, I mean, Penny's not been able to stay healthy. Right, we right. don't know what's going on uh, with Walker. So, I mean, I think it's a smart move if you're a Penny o- owner. If you're a uh, sure. A, you know, a Walker
1: owner to go and grab sure.
0: DJ Dallas. I mean, it's
1: well. And Penny last year was really, really good. The second half of the season, whenever he, he he got his opportunity, he was he was a stud running back. And with the way that that Seattle is built this year, I could see them really just pounding the rock a lot because their quarterback situation is kind of sketchy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So is there anything else in the NFL going on right now? I mean, there's been a million, million cuts, a lot of defensive players, a lot of linemen and whatnot. I don't think we're going to bore people by talking about any of that right now. I know your Dallas Cowboys are bringing in uh, – who's it, Jason Peters? Jason Peters, yeah. I think guy's like 85 years old. Um, yeah, but Dallas needs somebody.
1: Boy, they do, don't they, man? Gosh, that is just so unfortunate, man. You tear your, so you tear your hamstring completely off the bone and oh – gosh. Combine that with all the other injuries he's had in the over the past several years, he's he's headed downhill quick. Tyron yeah. Smith is. That's yeah, that's just awful. That is awful. Um, all right, so let's
0: talk about um, you know, one of the things we wanted to uh, go over in this this episode was who we think is going to finish as the, you know, at the top spot at each position in fantasy this year. You know, who's going to be that QB one? Who's going to finish as the RB one? Um you and I've kind of put together a little bit of a list here. We're gonna go over that. Um some of them you and I agree on, and um, right. some of them we don't. So um without further ado, let's let's start with that and let's uh let's just start at the top. Let's let's start at quarterback. Um, you know, who do you have? Who do you think is going to finish as the QB one this year?
1: Uh Joey B. Joe Burrow. Really? That guy, uh that guy has all the weapons in the world to work with. Um They are built to sling the ball all around the field with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and they picked up Hayden Hurst in the offseason. They are built to have a high-powered offense, and he is a stud. That guy is – he may win the NFL MVP this year. Wow. Wow.
0: That's strong.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm high on him. I like
0: him. You know, with that offensive line, um, I mean, he had a hell of a year last year,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they have, they've only gotten better.
1: Yep.
0: You know, they, they've got another year under their belt. They replaced, what, three-fifths of that offensive line this year. Mm-hmm. Um, man,
1: they've have – They've, they've really, done a lot of rebuilding that offensive line over the past couple of years. Man, they're scary. <clears throat> they are scary. Yeah, they're They're good.
0: They really, really are. You know, it's so funny. As everybody's talking about the AFC West and what, you know, what Denver's done, and then you can't discount Kansas City, but the Chargers are really coming up, and then the Raiders go and make these moves, and and you still have the Baltimore Ravens, and and you've got the Buffalo Bills. You know, the the, you know, the Dolphins made a lot of great moves. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC, but it's just so funny. I was, you know, watching NFL Network, watching ESPN, all this stuff. Everyone's talking about all these other teams, but you never see anyone talking about the Bengals. It's so strange.
1: It's crazy to me because they may be the the best and most complete team in the NFL. You
0: absolutely are correct. <laughs> um, as a Baltimore Ravens fan, the Bengals, you know, everyone was talking about the Browns last year and um, the Steelers were always solid. But I told everyone a million times, like, yeah, that's great and all. They don't scare me. The right. Bengals, the Bengals were the ones that scared me. Name one hole that the, that the
1: Bengals have. Um, man, I couldn't. What's their weakness? I, I, I mean, tight end maybe, but even then they brought in Hayden Hurst to kind of sure that up. I mean, Hurst yeah, I, think they, I think they,
0: I think they are bringing in OJ Howard today. Yeah. For a visit. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think maybe he'll block, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be more of a
1: blocking tight end, but still, I mean, that's still, you know, still a solid piece to have. And you know, and Hayden Hurst is a
0: is a a very very good receiving tight end. He was he's the best receiving receiving tight end they've had, and you know since probably Tyler Eifert, but Eifert could never stay on the field, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I just don't you know their secondary solid, their linebackers are good. They have they're they're pretty solid on the defensive line. If if I had to say there was somewhat if there was a weakness i would say it's probably their defensive line they're
1: even then when you got hubbard and hendrickson coming off the edge at you that's that's tough it
0: is it It is is. you know i mean they've got just the i mean maybe the best three receivers you know trio in the in the league um i mean goodness gracious And, and and then they've got some solid running backs so, uh, yeah, yeah. Joe Mixon's going to, have a, he's going to have a big year, too. I really, really think you're right. I think Mixon, they're going to be playing with some leads this year. Mm-hmm. And I think Mixon's really going to um, benefit a lot from that.
1: Well, I think so, he's going to get a lot of passes, too. I mean, there, there, there's only so many players you're able to cover out there. And with with those those three receivers and Hayden Hurst out there just running, running rampant, Mixon's going to eat. Agreed. I, I completely agree. It's, uh,
0: it's pretty wild. What, um, yeah, they're scary. They're scary. My, my Ravens have, uh, have their work cut out for them this year. I will tell you that. Um, so you got Joey Burrow, you know, finishing number one. I think I'm just going to go with the chalk here and I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Um, I think Burrow's going to have a strong, strong year. Um, but I just think Josh Allen with, with what he can do on the ground, um, and the receiving core that he has, um, I really, really like um, him to repeat as the QB one this year. Um, I I do see someone like Mahomes taking a little bit of a step back. Right. Um, I wouldn't even be so. Sur- you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Mahomes finish outside maybe the top five in quarterbacks. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. But as yeah. far as the he is the most um, talented, yes, yeah. But as yeah. far as what he has to work with. Um, I just think it's going to, it's really going to, it's going to hurt him this year. Um, so, you know, I really do see Joe, Joe Burrow. I mean, without a doubt finishing as a top five guy, top four, maybe even top three, um, you know, with, with, you know, you got Herbert, probably Joe Burrow, and then I put Lamar up there and possibly even Kyler, you know, sliding in as that fifth kind of guy, um, We'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, I've got Josh Allen. I don't I don't have to sit here and and, and talk your ear off about what he's capable of or what here, he I mean,
1: here's dude, my he, issue with, with Allen right now is that I don't I don't think they want him running the ball as much as what he has in the past. Um, if you look at the last several games of last year, Singletary really came on late late in the season last year and then they drafted James Cook. Um, I know James Cook isn't really an in between the tackles type type of running back. But he, he's still going to take a lot of he's still going to take a lot of work
0: yeah <clears throat> i i agree but i think that just um yeah in a perfect world they don't want him to run i mean that's their that's their guy but
1: that's what their offense was built around for so long though was him basically being their running back and i just don't see that happening anymore
0: yeah i mean i don't think he runs as much but i just don't think you're gonna be able to t- you're just you're not gonna be able to stop him from doing it I mean, that's just, it's just him. It's just him. And he's, he's got gonna be receivers around him too. Yeah. He's, he's going to do, I mean, he's, he's going to do what he's going to do. And, um, that's what makes him dangerous. Um, so let's not, you know, let's not take one of those weapons away, you know, out of his arsenal. I think he's going to be just fine this year. I think he's going to be finished as a QB one. That's where everyone's drafting them at. Um, so I don't think they're going to be disappointed with that. So, um, so who do you have as your running back? This is the big one right here. You know, or, or, you know, do you have somebody surprising? Are you going Jonathan Taylor? Or do you have somebody else that's going to finish as the as the RB1 this
1: year? I'm not going Jonathan Taylor. I'm, I'm going with the tried and true with the – I'm not going to predict injury, Christian McCaffrey. Whenever he's healthy, he is the best player in the NFL. Um, obviously, the last two years he hadn't been healthy – but, I'm, again, I'm, I'm not in the business of predicting an injury, so I'm, I'm going to go with the guy that I believe has the most talent in the league, and that is Christian McCaffrey.
0: There's nothing you said that was wrong. Um, you are 100% accurate. However, I am going to predict injury, you know, and – it's unfortunate, but you know, he, he's, you know, he, he's, we've seen what he's done the last two years. Right. I hope I, you, dude, how many, how many leagues are you and I in and how much ownership, I mean, how much of Christian McCaffrey do I have a lot? So I, I, I'm, I'm hoping, man, I'm praying that he stays healthy. Um, but, I just, I think he's going to miss a few games. I hope he doesn't have, a, a, you know, a season-ending type of injury, um, but I could see him just soft tissue or something. Man, it's just some of these guys get so bulked up that their bodies can't handle it, and there are guys where it's it's really really showing on them. Um, I think the latest one was Derrick Henry. Um, these guys are getting so strong that there's certain parts of their body that just can't, that just can't deal with it. You know the one I'm terrified about the most this year? Yeah, you were telling me this a couple of days ago. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> who, who did
0: I say? You said Lamar. I did say Lamar. I absolutely did say Lamar. Um, I love him. He's my favorite player in the NFL. But man, he put on about he's put on like what 18 pounds of just muscle. And as much as Lamar cuts and, right. and you know shifts around and everything, holy moly, I am I'm terrified that his body is not going to be prepared for some kind of a plant or a cut. And oh my gosh, it, it I'm 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 going to be watching like
1: in terror when he runs. I'm going. You have to, to believe. You kind of have to believe that with with all the sports science and and, and everything out there now that. With the way these guys are working out, that they are working those specific muscles around those those tendons and joints to to kind of protect themselves a little bit more, though.
0: Agreed. And listen, he's, you know, he's a young guy. He's in his mid-20s, so um, it's not like my old butt trying to get out there and, and make a cut or something. Right. I'd, I'd, I'd blow a wheel easily. That's Easily, right. Easily, you know, I'd blow a tire real quick. If I there's didn't. a reason.
1: There's a reason I wasn't even trying to play in that uh, in that flag football tournament, the, the fancy football. Expo. Let's not talk about that. Not even man. trying I'm, to do that. I'm still burnt up about that. Um, <laughs> um, but um,
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm really, really kind of concerned about certain players um, that have put on weight. McCaffrey's one of those guys. You know, Saquon's another one. You know, Saquon just put he's put on more and more muscle. And I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm just superstitious or something, but some of these guys that are sustaining these injuries, man, I I, I think it's a lot because they're getting so damn big um, that maybe their body just isn't, isn't used to it, you know?
1: Well, also, I mean, you have to have some fat on you in order to protect your, in order to protect your body. Um, So if you're cutting, if you're cutting fat to gain muscle, that's going to hurt you a little bit more than, than what having a little bit of fat on your body is going to do for you.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping it's just all in my head because I love Lamar, love him more than anything in the world, except for my daughter. Um, so, um, yeah, so I'm hoping that I'm completely wrong about that. Um, anyway, moving on. Oh, so yeah. So again, I'm going chalk at running back, man. I'm going JT, I'm going Jonathan Taylor. Um, I just see him staying healthy. I see him getting fed early and often. Um, And I see him maybe catching a few extra passes this year. Um, So, you know, I could see him actually, you know, outperforming what he did last year. He
1: actually has a good quarterback there. So,
0: yeah, I think the offense is going to be a little bit better. And I think he's going to probably do slightly better than what he did last year. And by doing that, I think he finishes as the RB1 this year. Like I said with Josh Allen, I don't have to sell people on on Allen, and yeah, I sure right. as heck don't have
1: to sell people right. on JT. Everybody right. knows what Jonathan Taylor is, so let, like, let's move on. Yeah. Who do you have? Also, you, how what? how dare you say you love Lamar more than me? But let's move on from that. Well, hold on. We can talk <laughs> about it. <this. laughs> you said you love Lamar more than anything in this world, uh, other than your daughter. How dare you say you love him more than the, more than you love me? But we'll move I on. Think, I, I think I think a little bit. I think that it's it's true though. It's no <laughs> offense towards you. I'm uh, just messing got,
0: with you. I got nothing but love for you, but um, there there are tears. You know, Lamar's my daughter, and was Lamar, up here? they're in I'm, tier I'm, one I'm down here. They're in tier one. in yeah. tier two. Right, second tier. Kind of like what uh,
1: what Tony Stark said. You know, whenever he, whenever his daughter said, "I I, I love, love you 3,000, and uh, he went downstairs and told a told a. Told Pepper that uh you're kind of more in the six to nine hundred range. I kind of feel <laughs> yeah, like kind of feel like that right now. You're in the six to nine hundred. Right? <laughs> I love Lamar three thousand. Right. And my daughter. Yeah.
0: I think they just got home, so yeah. No. Hopefully, she, hopefully they don't hear all that. You better actually. Your daughter. Actually, she actually me and her have that conversation. We I've I've let, talked to her about my love for Lamar, and uh, she's comfortable with it. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So moving on, who is your wide receiver? Who's going to be your wide receiver one this year? And excuse me for a second. I'm going to go close this uh, door real quick because the family did just get home.
1: You do your thing. You do your thing. I'm going to talk while you do that. I'm going to say uh, my, my pick to finish as the, as the top wide receiver this year is Jamar chase Um, him and him and Joe Burrow have a massive connection and just extreme chemistry um, dating back to their time in college. And it, it, it did not change at all. He was he was outstanding as a rookie. He's going to be even better that this coming year as a second year player.
0: Yeah, you've been talking about Jamar, man. You know, you and I talk, you know, multiple times a day and 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 you're a big, big Devi guy. I mean, you are our Devi dude, you know. So um you follow college more than anyone that I know. And you know more about college players than anyone that I know. And you have been talking, I mean, you love Justin Jefferson. And then you kept telling me what, two years ago, you're like, yeah, Justin Jefferson is great, but he wasn't even the best damn receiver on the LSU team, Right. you know? So, um, you know, you're kind of talking about Jamar for the last couple of years and, and, and man, you weren't, you weren't wrong at all. I mean, he is a, he is a stud. Um, I don't know if I have him as my, as my wide receiver one. I mean, he is my wide receiver one in dynasty. You know, as far as rankings, um, I would probably have him as probably like my, I think I probably got him as my wide receiver four this year. I think I've, I've just got him right behind, um, you know, my wide receiver one of Cooper Cup. And then I've got Jefferson number two. And I'm probably going to throw CD Lamb there at number
1: three. I'm not ready to throw CD C. Lamb that, that high yet. Um, he's been, been a little inconsistent. The, over the past couple of years, and yep. um I'm I want him to show he can be that true wide receiver one for the Cowboys this year. Um, he's kind of in a in, in a uh, kind of an approve it stage with me right now.
0: No, I, I understand, and you're a diehard Cowboy fan, so you you know more about him than than any of us. But I think he's going to be incredibly consistent this year. I think he's going to be peppered with targets that's that's the thing that separates him from jamar chase because there are more mouths to feed there sure, sure. in cincy and i think jamar's gonna just like last year he's gonna have some huge games but then he's gonna have a couple of games you know a few games spread out here and there that that aren't going to be huge I, I think he's gonna be a little inconsistent um but i really really i but i think cooper cup cooper cup's gonna be cooper cup i mean dude right if he what he scored 16 touchdowns last year if he hadn't have scored one touchdown i think he would have still finished as the number 1 wide receiver in fantasy that's crazy he, he um, had a
1: ridiculous
0: season last year it was the best Absolutely fantasy amazing. season in the history of fantasy football so um not that he's going to repeat those numbers at all but i still think that he's going to be the wide receiver one that connection he has with stafford is just is just crazy and then you add allen robinson to the fray like Allen Robinson will get his his targets, but um, really, to me, I just think it's going to open things up a little bit more for uh, Cooper Cup. I mean, when Odell Beckham was there, it didn't matter. Cooper Cup was still by far. Does well,
1: Stafford's elbow issue not scare you at all?
0: No, no, no. Um, it's a little concerning. I'm not. I wouldn't put myself in anywhere like I would say I was scared. Um, but you know, they just they're going to monitor it they're, they're, they're going to make sure everything's okay and that's fine. So listen if his help, you know if he's got a little issue there, maybe he's not chucking it downfield as much and um, I think Cooper cup's going to be just fine. I think Cooper cup's going to get hammered with targets and he's going to have a lot of opportunities.
1: Cup's great in the short to intermediate game, so
0: absolutely man, he is fantastic. he is wonderful. Um, he is in that tier two with you, um, you know Lamar and my daughter's here, and you and Cooper cup are there. So, Where does Jordy you know, Nelson fit in there? Oh, don't listen. <laughs> Jordy, Jordy Nelson was my boo too, man. <laughs> he was he was the Cooper Cup of his day. That was my guy, man. That was my guy. Um, but no, I, you know, kind of talking about CD Lamb, I just think that he's going to have a lot. I think he's going to be a a lot more consistent this year. I hope um, so. I hope he, he is. I think he is going to be well, well over a hundred hundred receptions this year. Um. And I can't wait to see it. And I know you can't wait to see sure. it either. I just think he's going to be a little bit more consistent than Jamar Chase. But given Jamar Chase's situation there, um he is my my wide receiver one in Dynasty just because of that quarterback situation, just because of Joe Burrow and him being together for several, several years to come.
1: So you know, I you think can... I think since he carries two wide receiver ones this year.
0: Yeah.
1: And if that's the case, then Joe Burrow
0: is going to be that guy that you say he is. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So who do we have a tight end
1: this year? Who's going to finish as a tight end one? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think this is kind of obvious. It's got to be Travis Kelsey. Um, him and him and Mahomes just are like that, you know. And with Tyreek gone, um, just the trust Mahomes has in Kelsey, he's he's going to just kill him with targets all year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You've said it. I mean, I don't think anyone else has to say anymore. Um, There's a lot of people that, you know, love what, what Mark Andrews did last year and Mark Andrews was a monster and he's going to be a monster again this year. Um, However, Mark Andrews put up his most points with, uh, you know, with the backup quarterback, Tyler Huntley.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that was his, I mean, Tyler Huntley was just going to, going to Mark Andrews. All day, you know, just all day, all game. And really was really efficient when he was in there. Really, really was. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't think, I just think that that was the only guy he really had any kind of chemistry with. Um, I don't think he really had chemistry with Hollywood Brown last year, or anything like that. So, and I think he was kind of limited in where he could throw the ball. Um, so I think he felt a lot more comfortable, you know, going to Mark Andrews kind of over the middle of the field and everything there. So, um, Lamar will will find him and and you know we'll feed him. Um, but I just don't think he's gonna get fed like Kelsey is. Uh, I agree hundred percent with you. I think Kelsey's gonna finish as a tight end one this year. Um, I think it'll be fairly close between the guys, but uh Kelsey's really he's the wide receiver one in a Patrick Mahomes offense.
1: Yep. Plus plus Baltimore ha- they have Rashad Bateman who is incredible. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the uh, the highlight of him the other day where the, the move he he put on that on that defensive back and just just juked him right out of his shorts. It was it, it was beautiful. It was it was.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited to see what Bateman uh, you know does on the field this year. So yeah, no surprise there. I think we both have Kelsey there. I mean, I'm I I don't think there's any other tight end. I, Listen, you know I, I'm not ready to put Kyle Pitts even in this conversation yet. I've got not yet. It. He has
1: to score more touchdowns. Absolutely, um,
0: man. He has got all the talent in the world. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're not ready to put him here yet. Uh, we'll we'll maybe see uh, this time next year.
1: So sleeper for you right here to uh, to kind of finish in that top two to three range. Dalton Schultz. Oh, well, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's probably not a probably not a sleeper, but he's gonna have a ton of targets this year.
0: I mean, wasn't he the tight end three last year?
1: He he may have been. I I, I don't know exactly who, who who finished as the top three or four tight ends. I you know, than,
0: I want to say that Dalton Schultz <laughs> finished as the tight end three last year. Check that uh, out in in fantasy. Um
1: He may have, but he, he, he may finish even higher than that this year because he's gonna have all those targets. They got to have somebody to throw to. Yeah. Other, than, other than the CD. Yeah,
0: he finished ahead of uh, George Kittle last year. Okay,
1: yeah, you know, there you go. So, yeah, he was. I mean, I don't know if I'd call him too much of a sleeper, yeah. but
0: there are still it May not be a sleeper,
1: like, but, you, you know, you, you don't really think of Dalton Schultz as being that that dude, you know. And He yeah. is a great target, like in redraft leagues, right. best ball leagues. He's
0: fantastic. and I, And I like him in Dynasty, but, you know, there are people that are taking Kittle, Darren Waller, these types of guys ahead of Dalton Schultz and I have no problem. I have done it many, many times already this, this draft season. And I have waited, waited, waited and grabbed Dalton Schultz there, you know, in the mid rounds and been extremely
1: happy about that. I also question if Schultz is going to be a cowboy after this year. So.
0: Well, I think it all depends on uh, Zeke, you know, what they work out with Zeke if if he's good or if they, you know, restructure his deal.
1: Right. Um, well, and and also I think it depends on um, Jake Jake Ferguson's development too. So,
0: yeah, you know we'll Ferguson's hes a great little uh, you know taxi squad guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know to stash just in case because he could be that. Right. You know this this he could be the guy next year. And um, I
1: could see them bringing back
0: Blake Jarwin on the cheap. Yeah, I mean he's not doing anything right. So yeah, you know it's not bad there. So uh, one thing we do over at Dynasty Pros um, is we we definitely are just knee deep in IDPs. Um, So a lot of folks uh, tune in a lot of people visit, visit the site, you know, daily. I mean, we get, we get hundreds of uh, visits every day, just in IDP, you know, looking at our rankings, our, our IDP trade values um, articles and whatnot. So, you know, we're not going to stop here at tight end. We're going to talk a few IDPs here. We're going to talk about who's going to finish as the number one defensive lineman, who's going to finish as the number one linebacker and the number one defensive back, uh, in fantasy. Now, this is a little tricky, um, because this is you and I, um, basing this off of the dynasty pros, uh, IDP scoring system. There are, a handful of different scoring systems out there. You've got your IDP one, two, three, uh, you've, you've got one and a half points per tackle and, and whatever, but you know, over at dynasty pros, if you check that out, we have our scoring system there and, um, we reward you for big plays. If you're watching, uh, your team play on defense, you really, really, you're watching for what man you're watching for sacks what you, you're hoping your guy gets, a, you know, a tackle for loss. You hope you get an interception, that turnover, that sack, whatever it may be. And what we
1: do is we reward you for that. And um, we're not also why play IDP if your guys aren't going to score any points. So I mean, you want to have some type of incentive to play IDP, and with our scoring system, it it really increases the value of these of these players.
0: It does. It does. And they really do make an impact. You and I have been playing in IDP leagues for, uh, gosh, since 2010, I believe. So, yep. you know, we're going on our, our, our 12th year doing this. And and you and I have, over the years, have tweaked different scoring systems. And there's been times where we've tweaked it a little too much to where it was a little overly aggressive. Right. And then we've toned it down where it just wasn't as impactful uh, on your fantasy, you know, on your fantasy each week weekly fantasy game, so i think over over the course of 10 years um a couple of years ago i really think that we came up with just the perfect recipe for idp scoring and and it's no knock towards anyone else you know when i was at i, I talked about this a lot at the at the fantasy football expo on the panel there with the idp you know idp guys and you know gosh had you know Gary Davenport, you know, like the godfather of IDPs there, for crying out loud. I mean, we've had these conversations like crazy, and there's no set-in-stone IDP scoring system, but I've played in all of them, and you have as well. And what we've come up with has by far been the most fun we've had with IDPs. It has just enough impact on your weekly matchup that it's worth it. It You know, it makes these guys valuable when you're looking at, you know, uh, T.J. Watt or, or Micah Parsons or a defensive lineman right. like Aaron Donald. These guys, you know, we we rank these guys based off of this scoring system over at DynastyProsFootball.com. So if you're curious about IDPs, go check that out. You know, it doesn't hurt. Um, you know, click on the IDP rankings. It will show our scoring system there. We actually have an article that you and I kind of collaborated on a few years ago. That explains our scoring system and why we have it that way. So, you know, we encourage everyone who's curious about IDPs, go check that out. And and, and we do have dynasty rankings when it comes to IDP players. We have dynasty trade values on IDP players as well. So if someone does offer you, you know, Aaron Donald for, let's say, I don't know, I'm trying to think of someone like uh, Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints, you know, an offensive player for a defensive player, you know, we have that, ranking and trade value to where it shows, you know, Hey, Aaron Donald's worth this much and Michael Thomas is worth this much. So, you know, if you need to add something or, or if they need to add something, you can go and look that. So we really encourage everyone who's curious about IDPs, go give it a try. It's so much fun. Um, Same old, same old can get a little boring. Um, You know, you've got Superflex and tight end premium and things like that out there, you know, and people come up with different leagues. You've got, guillotine leagues, and then you've got your best ball leagues, whatever it is. But, you know, anyone that I've introduced to IDPs have really, really gotten a kick out of it because it just makes watching football that much more fun. You're watching the defenses. You're really, really rooting for that sack. You're rooting for your guy, just like you would on offense. It's just so much fun. And usually it's kind of fun, Tommy, and and you can say, you know, you, you can agree to this is anytime we play in these dynasty leagues, you know, with the IDPs, um, Usually, the top, you know, if you have six teams that are in the playoffs, usually those top six teams that get into the playoffs always have the top six scoring defenses,
1: or very close to it. Yes, very much so. Um,
0: and so it's not super difficult. It's not scary, like oh my gosh, I don't know what linebacker to take or whatever. It's very very easy. You can check it out. You can plug in these this like scoring system on Sleeper, My Fantasy League, you know, anywhere that um, that has IDPs. And then you can look and see how these guys scored last year, you know, to kind of give an idea, kind of introduce you to it. So it's super, super fun. I encourage everyone to uh to do that. But without further ado, let's talk about some of these some of these IDPs and who do we think is gonna finish, you know, as the number one lineman, the number one linebacker, the number one DB. So, you know, sure. first off, you know, defensive line. Who do you have, Tommy? Who do you think is gonna finish as the number one defensive lineman? And that's defensive end and defensive tackle. Who do you think is gonna finish?
1: well I I kind of went back and forth in between three guys here. Um, You know, you have Aaron Donald, who has been just a monster over the last, basically his entire career. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have somebody like Miles Garrett, um, who it could very well at some point in his career break the single season sack record. Um, And then, but my guy this year is Nick Bosa. Um, I, I think he is the best defensive end in the league. Um, I think he plays on a very, very good defense that also allows him to make plays. Aaron Donald does also, um, miles Garrett is, is the kind of focal point for for Cleveland though, which I, I, you know, he, he, he's going to get double teamed at times. Aaron Donald's going to get double teamed at times because he's going to have to be, um,
0: that's Which never I, stopped him before, though, right? It's, it's
1: never stopped him before. Um, I, I just think it kind of sets up well this year for Nick Bosa to be that guy.
0: Yeah, I was in, I was kind of uh, uh, between three guys as well. And did you say who your third guy was? Miles Garrett. That's exactly me. Yeah. You know, so. um, my heart wants to go with with Aaron Donald, to be honest with you, but uh, my head says Nick Bosa as well. Right. Yeah. Um, Gosh almighty, man. He is, he is a beast. He is an absolute beast. And, you know, keep in mind, there are guys that were classified as defensive ends last year. You know, people like Joey Bosa, for instance, um, you know, Hassan Reddick some guys like that. They are now, you know, they're now listed as linebackers. So they're in that linebacker category now. So, you know, some of
1: those things we have to keep in mind, Let's not get me um, started on that on that whole linebacker defensive end edge thing. We'll save I,
0: that. We'll save that for uh, one of our IDP shows sure. and, and really discuss that. Um, that's really aggravating to me. Oh yeah, it's aggravating to you know some folks as well. Um so yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa's it. Um, he stays on, on the field, you know, every game. Oh, he's gonna be a monster. I mean, he's not TJ Watt yet but man, I think he could be, I think he could be. Yep. And um, I completely agree. I like, I love Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald's going to be right there. He's going to be right there. Miles Garrett can be right there as well, but man, you know, I love everything I see out of Nick Bosa. I, I, I think he finishes as as the defensive, you know, the number one defensive lineman this year. So um, who do you have at linebacker? I mean, is it honestly, is this going to be
1: like, I I mean, it's not a surprise. It's TJ uh, Watt. Um, Yeah. you know, I love Micah Parsons. He's not T.J. Watt, though. Yeah. You know, Parsons is my number two. Watt is my runaway number one.
0: Enough said. I mean, yeah. it was the same, I think it's going to be the same thing as maybe last year. I mean, Parsons That's is going to be right up there. Um, there are going to be some really, really solid linebackers in fantasy this year, so many of them. Um, but T.J. Watt really, really separates himself. I mean with those sack totals and the way we score sacks yep. um, I think what is it four, we give you what four points for a sack um I mean he's just a monster when it comes to IDPs so um yeah he's he's probably he's the number 1 IDP overall overall yep number 1 IDP overall so you know you're taking him before as the first IDP off the board and it's uh, not even close 100% it's, it's of the close. time yes yeah. absolutely hundred percent of the time. Unless you're in some league that doesn't give you jack squat for sacks. Right. You know, and it's just one of those league IDP leagues that just rewards tackles. Um, then you're looking at, you know, your Micah Parsons, you're looking at some guys like that.
1: So Well, you may even be looking at somebody like Fred Werner or uh mm-hmm. or um Roquan Smith, you know, something Absolutely. like that. But but in, in a in a IDP league that rewards sacks, T J Watt is is the guy. Absolutely. Not even not even close. No.
0: All right, so before we wrap up today's show, let's talk about DBs. Who do you have as your your defensive back number one finishing up this year?
1: I think it's going to be Antoine Winfield Jr. for Tampa Bay. Um, Ooh, that's a good yeah. One. He he was the as far as uh, points per game last year, uh, he was the second uh, leading points. Uh, the second le- the second leader in points per game among defensive backs. Um, who was number one? I believe it was Derwin James, if I'm not mistaken. Um exactly. uh, Antoine Winfield played only played thirteen games last year, though. Um I, I think with a with a full healthy season he could be the um he could be the guy at at the top of the um, defensive back.
0: Yeah, uh you know, I, I really, really like Winfield. I think that he is going to finish as a as an elite, you know, as a top tier uh D B, but I don't think he's going to dethrone Derwin James. Um, James is just a special, special player. Um, there's he plays that, so much in the box, too. He's, he's going to get a ton of tackles. He's going to get tackles, but also in that division where they've added. <laughs> this division is going to be such a shootout. Yep. I, I don't even, you know, with what Denver's done, um, what Kansas City's continuing to do. And I, I fully expect the the Raiders to be throwing the ball a lot more this year. Um, I just think it's just going to sit. I, I think Derwin James has a better year fantasy wise this year. I think he puts up more fantasy points this year than he did last year. And last year he was the DB one,
1: right?
0: Um, so you know that's that's just going to be hard to kind of you know unless injury happens. Um, I see him finishing as the you know as the number one DB again this year.
1: Well, Again, there's uh, there's three guys there that. I, I really love uh, Winfield, Derwin James, and the, the other one's Buddha Baker. Mm, I do
0: love Buddha. Don't get you know, d- don't get caught up if you're drafting IDPs. Don't get caught up in Jamal Adams, guys. Um,
1: Depends he's of, on a terrible team.
0: Yeah, uh, you know he's more of a name than a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't go grabbing him because he gets a sack here and there or whatever. Um he is, he's really not a, he's not a, a a great IDP, you know, asset to have Um, unless you can pick him up and go flip him for a couple of picks or something have at it, but um, don't get wrapped up with the name of that guy. You know, it's not um, yeah. He's not very good when it comes uh, to fantasy. So anyways, well, Tommy, I think that's it. You know um, I think, you know, next week we're going to get into our sleepers for the season. And I really think we're going to talk about our league winners. There we go. So I'm really, really looking forward to that show. Um, you know, some guys that are flying under the radar or just are going to just blow, just blow up and outperform their ADP. So, you know, everyone be on the lookout for that, um, for that next week. So, um, you know, with all that being said, thanks for watching the show. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, you know, give us a little bit of help there. Um, But for myself, Bob Miller, for Tommy over here, um, we appreciate you watching everyone and you all take care.